This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. A Dadsnet original podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. Yes, we are back. We have been to the pictures and we are ready to give you our definitive view of this week's release. Uh, but before that, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. Yes, he's single and ready to mingle, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mr. Cotney John. I don't like mingling. It's nearly Christmas. I'm all about the jingle, not the mingle. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I find mingling awkward, bruv. End up just sort of like stood in the middle of a room staring at people. What is what is mingling? Is it just like it's just socially chatting, interacting yeah. with people? Yeah, yeah, but it's I like am, a party. I'm... It's like from the eighties, isn't it? Like when you go to a dinner party. Or, well, I suppose not just the eighties. That's just when I learn about it. But going to a dinner party whatever and just chatting to the different people that are there right because i i actually um i've i've took a little bit of a break from um from the booze and i went to a like an engagement baby reveal party on saturday uh and i drove um drove to the party my wife was having a few drinks and i i was sat there and i was with loads of people from my work and they were all up dancing and i had a few people come over to me like why are you being so boring and I was just like, no, I'm not being boring. I was, I was like, I'm having a good time. I'm just sat chilling. Yeah, but you're always dancing normally. I was like, yeah, but then. And they were like, you're driving, aren't you? Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, you know. It's funny, actually, the DJ there yeah. um, is one of my f- close friend's husbands. And he actually mm. DJed a party uh, for one of my like other friend's sister's engagements. And he was obviously there, and I, but I was a bit worse for wear. And uh, he came up to me and he said, oh, all right. And I said, oh, DJ Chris, how you doing? By the way, if anyone's in need of a DJ, DJ Chris, uh, you can find <laughs> He's absolutely class. Uh, he said to me, he was like, you drinking tonight? And I went, nah, nah, I'm, uh, I'm driving actually. And he was just like, oh, I bet the uh, I bet the OAPs here will appreciate that. And I just was like, what's, what's that supposed to mean? And he was just like, oh, well, just remember that engagement party a few months ago? I was like, not really. <laughs> And he was just like, yeah, there was a there was a grandma there that wasn't really up for dancing, but you you, were, <laughs> <laughs> you basically danced for her and was consistently trying to get her up. And I was just like, yeah, that's not going to happen tonight. I'm going to stay. Uh, so you didn't play a uh, mysterious girl then, no? No, mysterious girl. No, and it's coming dressed, to the it's coming to dressed. the time of the year, isn't it? It is for the works dues where obviously. 
Uh, anyone who's listened to you know the other podcast, the two Mr. P's, or any new listeners to this, you may not know that uh, the famous 90s hit Mysterious Girl by Peter Andre, when that comes on, and I've had a few, I like to think I'm Peter Andre in the music video and take my uh, top off and dance. Uh, <laughs> You've taken your trousers and, off on quite a few times as well, bruv, let's be honest. No, no, because now you're You've making it out like in I indecently <laughs> expose myself, which isn't the case, unless there's, you know, the, the, the boxers with buttons on, that's always a danger. Um, so whenever I know I'm drinking, I wear the ones with no buttons. <laughs> Um, but it's funny actually with 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 Peter Andre Mysterious Girl is when I first ever did it I was like 17 like my peak of fitness playing rugby football and I was in good nick um, now when I do it things move in directions they shouldn't move um, it, was, it was like do you remember that uh, the Chippendales knock off the Blobberdales no but I don't need to know but I kind of understand what that yeah. means <laughs> <laughs> which is quite insulting, so thanks. <laughs> so yes, me and Cotney John were back at the cinema this week, and it was a bit of a weird one, actually, because this movie mm. has only been released uh, for a week on cinema. It's going to be available for all you beautiful people uh, on Friday, December 23rd on Netflix. It is the brand new sequel to the hit Knives Out. It is Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. So a quick little synopsis for you. Tech billionaire Miles Bron invites his friends for a getaway on his private Greek island when someone turns up dead. Detective Benoit Blanc is put on the case. Obviously, if you were a fan of the first Knives Out, you will know that Benoit Blanc is played by the absolutely incredible Daniel Craig. Uh, he has made that role infamous, and, and the accent alone is worth uh, worth your, your ticket money. Um, but Glass, Glass Onion, uh, Knives Out, Mystery... Uh, out for a week on cinema so we were very fortunate to get ourselves uh, some seats earlier this week went to watch it and I'm just going to throw it straight over to Mr. Cotney John uh, Cotney John, thoughts on Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery Um, I was, I mean I've just got to be honest, I was disappointed uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, cause I'm feeling I, like you're stuck in a bit loved, of a rut at the minute. I, I, I do. I feel that way as well because I loved Glass Out. Uh, glass Out. Knives Out. I thought it was incredible. <laughs> uh, and we can do this until uh, we glass out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been, it's so late, bruv. <laughs> and yeah, we are recording uh, this late. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Knives Out was amazing. It started... Uh, a trend really in cinema filmmaking um you know these sort of films that are very similar to plays like see how they run uh that series the only murders in the building um and i'm really enjoying them and this was the first one where i just thought they the it was needlessly complicated mm -hmm. none of the characters were likable and it, it just took so long to get going. It took 45 minutes before someone died. And it was just, I don't know, man. I was just like, like the nachos were good. And you get, <laughs> uh, I tell you what, 
Any yeah. person who has spent their livelihood, their lives, putting their passion, blood, sweat, tears into a script, getting the destinations, yeah. getting the f- principal photography done, the editing, everything. Mm. If they heard a review mm. from a Cockney teacher that said the nachos were good. Is, they were, though. They arguably, were good. They were on point. Like, they were, they, the chips were actually warm. The, the cheese was fully melted. And we had the best bloke serving us in the world. People don't listen to this podcast for Nacho's review, mate. <laughs> that, I think this is kind of highlighting what your review of this film is I, like. Yeah, so do you wanna... I mean, I'm glad I watched it, but I will not watch it again. So it's it's a two Sundays. It's it's better than a one, definitely, uh, because two I am Sundays. glad I watched it, but I will never watch it again. Right. Okay. Even though so I love two... Batista, I love Daniel Craig, I love Edward Norton, I love Kate Hudson. Uh, Janelle Monet was incredible in it. She was. They're really good actors. They delivered their parts fantastically, but it was just so. It who done it is supposed to have twists and turns, but this was just every single thing was. A, a stupid red herring then it just got boring in the end I just didn't care and I didn't like any of them so I didn't care if they all died <laughs> <laughs> what an upbeat character you are Cotney John so two Sandys two yeah. Sandys from Cotney John I'm gonna I think this is one of the first in a while that we are gonna disagree on yeah Um. now I'll tell you why we're gonna disagree one of the biggest twists and turns during this movie, which obviously we are a spoiler-free podcast. We are a spoiler-free zone. I'm not going to ruin this to anyone uh, because Knives Out was a bit of a sleeper hit. It, like you mm. said, it's kind of kicked off a trend. I remember uh, Odeon do this thing like an Odeon screen on scene where you, you get a ticket and you go and you watch a movie and you don't know what you're watching until like it comes up with that kind of certificate at the start. And I remember me and my dad got Knives Out. Me and my dad went to the cinema and watched Knives Out and we really, really enjoyed it. Um, So I was really excited about this. And uh, I have to say, I actually did really enjoy it. And I think that you went to the toilet, right? Yeah. Now you will will say, I don't make a difference, bruv. Don't make a difference. (laughs) You went to the the toilet. No, not the best bit, but the most important twist in the entire mm. film, you went to the toilet. Like, I'm talking, you couldn't have timed it worse. It was like plum. It was like absolutely plum. And and it was such a massive thing in the story. A bit of a flashback sequence as well. And you came back in and I thought to myself, he's not going to have a bit of a badger here, what, what he's missed. And and listen, I like you, but I wasn't going to waste my time telling you because I was too invested. <laughs> Um, so I, I actually did enjoy it. I thought, personally, I agree with the fact that maybe it took a little bit longer than it should have to kind of get going. Um, like you said, the cast was absolutely class. I thought Kate Hudson yeah. played a brilliant role as like a washed up model. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you know, Batista's our boy from his wrestling days and he is, he is smashing it at the minute is in so anything in he's in. Um, and Daniel Craig, listen, Daniel Craig in that film I don't know what it is about his voice, but his voice just kills me. His voice just absolutely kills me. So I'm going to throw Knives Out, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. And I've been on and on about this. And I think I do agree with some of your points. Two Sandys from you. I'm giving it, Mm. and I can't believe I'm doing this because I was against it, but I'm giving it three and a half Harry Stampers. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it was probably... 
The only reason I didn't give it a four is because I'd have probably rated Knives Out a four, Harry Stampers. Um, so I didn't think it was on par with see, Knives I think, Out. But I, I think I'd have given Knives Out a five. I see, lo- I always I think, though, with, with sequels, I think sequels are obviously, you know, infamously difficult and you can't mm. repeat magic lightning doesn't strike twice as they say unless you're james cameron with terminator 2 um but <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those where i think as long as the sequel is enjoyable and holds your attention and throws yeah. in great things from the first i think you've done a decent job now i'll throw a sequel to you uh the hangover 2 Right, mm. The Hangover Two, one of the biggest comedies of all time. The obviously The Hangover came out and was just this monster, this like cult classic. Now, um, are you a fan of The Hangover, Courtney John? Uh, I love The Hangover. Hangover Two, I enjoyed, but thought it was just a bit too similar. Yeah. Uh, Hangover Three was. Uh, I mean, they just cashed in, didn't they? And fair play, like, if I had to pay, like, the taxes they pay on their houses, I'd have made Hangover free as well. <laughs> yeah, so, obviously, <laughs> Hangover 1, a lot of people's favourite film. It was, I remember going to see it twice on cinema. Absolutely loved it. Hangover 2, I, again, went to see twice on cinema. And it was, it was, it was funny, because I've never seen a sequel quite like it. It was literally a carbon copy. It yeah, was the yeah. same film, the same characters, just the same country. things happened, <laughs> just a different country with a few extra. I think Hangover 2 is obviously a little bit raunchier than the first one. Yeah. But I, I was there for it. I loved it. Love those characters, love all that kind of stuff. So the reason why I, I've gone on that little tangent is because mm. I think Knives Out um, 2, Glass Onion, um, kind of did that. It was it, it Obviously, it was a different story to the first one with the family. But I, I, I did enjoy it, so I'm giving it three and a half stampers. We would love to know what you think. But the funniest thing about this is we yeah. are giving you this review, and I think it goes off cinema uh, the day after this episode is released. So you're, you're all going to have to wait. Netflix. You're all going to have to wait till Christmas Eve Eve. That was weird. Um, that was weird. What? At the cinema, the Netflix sign yeah. coming up. That that just yeah. threw me. It was so that weird. Was. You started taking your pants off. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're not Netflix and chilling with me, brother. I'd, I'd spell um, the cheese sauce. Oh, mate, that is that is horrendous. Um, so there you have it. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Uh, comes out on Netflix on December 23rd. I'm sure it will go straight to number one on Netflix. When yeah. you watch it, we'd love to know if you agree with Cotton John, a little bit disappointed, or you agree with me, and it delivered a second slice of mystery pie. If you've not seen the film, don't worry. These are movie plots in one sentence. We are moving on now to our movie plot in one sentence. Now, oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, about obviously, Courtney John, you've I been went, on a bit of a I tough did all right run at last the minute. Week. No, I liked last week. That was a good one. Like, but you got it wrong. I know yes. I got it wrong, but I followed. Like we had the discussion, and I followed the train of thought correctly. Yeah. And it was let's 50, let's 50. focus on the let's focus on the positives though. You got it wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, are we ready? Get your guesses at the ready for all the listeners as well. 
A guy kills an old man for its job. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. It's a short one this week. A guy kills an old man for his job. Oh, yeah, okay, got it. Get your thoughts in. Uh, and we will come back to that at the end of the episode. But now it's time for Adam and Courtney John's Big Movie Podcast. Forgotten classic, hidden gem, a film that no one really talks about anymore, a film that we love that we want you to watch if you've not seen it or, you know, used to love it, whatever it may be. Here is our Forgotten Gem. So, funnily enough, I've actually been out tonight. This is why we're recording it late. I actually went to see Jason Manford live. It was absolutely brilliant. Oh, mate. It was, I honestly, it was cry laughs. And I'm not going to lie, I I put a picture uh, of the O2 Apollo in Manchester with Jason Manford's name, like, you know, performing tonight, Jason Manford. And he put it on his Insta story. So I'd, I'd like to go really? as far as to say that, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to go as far as to say that we're pretty much mates now. You're part of the um, show. Is, is that how it works? If someone puts you on their Instagram story, are you friends? Um, but yeah, it was brilliant. So I've actually given Cotney John uh, the reins tonight. I said, Cotney John, you need to think of the forgotten gem. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to the man, the myth, the legend, uh, and yeah, talk us through what the Forgotten Gem is, and I hope I've seen it. Uh, I mean, I know you've seen it. I actually know 100% you've seen it. It is the Jeff Bridges led with John Goodman, Steve Buscemi, Julianne Moore, Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, Tara Reid's in it. It's of course, The Big Lebowski, one of the greatest the films ever made. Do you know? It this is film, one of the biggest cult classic films ever. This film was deemed to be so culturally important that a copy of it has been saved, you know, in America in the Library of Congress, you know, where they keep like uh, things that they, the artistic, uh, they have like certain albums, like I think they've got Sgt. Pepper's in there and stuff like that, Dark Side of the Moon. Um, and they've put a copy of The Big Lebowski in it so that if there's, you know, nuclear war, mass devastation or anything, a copy of The Big Lebowski will be saved. Really? Yeah. How I amazing is that. that? That is incredible. And it's basically, it's 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 an incredible film. It's this like stupidly, stupidly complicated story like about some, about a rug. The whole <laughs> film centers around a rug, the dude's rug. The dude, aka Jeff Lebowski, gets his rug weed on, and he he basically dedicates his life to uh, receive compensation from his namesake, uh, the other Jeff Lebowski, played by David H- Huddleston, and. Uh, hilarity ensues you've got nihilist you've got john goodman waving a gun about you've got jesus bowling uh who also starred in the spin-off jesus rolls um all right the less said about that the better yeah (laughs) again a two-star worth a watch but not again um but it's also hilarious every character every actor plays their part perfectly julianne moore is the, one of the most terrifying on-screen characters I think I've ever seen. She could walk into a room as that character and take over the world 
quite easily. I'm convinced of it. Yeah, I mean, I remember the Big Lebowski. My brother, my oldest brother, absolutely loved it. Him and his mm. mates loved it. They all had T-shirts, the dude abides, uh, oh, yeah. over the line with John Goodman. It was all, it was honestly everything. And I always remember coming in one night and my brother said, uh, oh, I'm going to put the Big Lebowski on. And I was at the age where I was just like, no, watch Bad Boys. Um, right, yeah, yeah. And, and I just wasn't up for it. And I, and I kind of just switched off and I think I went to bed. Um, and then it was years later, my mate was really into it. Um, uh, my mate, Sean, and, um, he said, oh, have you seen the Big Lebowski? I said, nah, I've never seen it. And I sat and watched it in his uni halls. Yeah. And I was crying, laughing yeah. throughout the whole of it. It, it. Obviously there's bits that, you know, are a bit, just a bit out there, a little bit trippy. Yeah. But the, the main essence of the film is well funny and obviously it's the coen brothers the coen yeah, brothers so have, you know you have to expect behind to some be of the biggest bit. classics uh going aren't they so what else have the coen brothers done no country for old men true Great grit film. um oh brother where art thou one Fargo. Of my, another one of my favorites oh brother where art thou and the big lebowski see me and my mate khan used to watch these and uh we used to watch them after a night out so we'd go out raving, come home, you know, sort of about 4 or 5 a.m. And you know when you're just on that, you're still buzzing from the night out. So you yeah. can't get to sleep, but you're absolutely knackered. We'd always throw on <laughs> the Big Lebowski. And it would just, and you'd sort of, you'd always fall asleep. But I, I must have seen this film 50 times. Well, like listen, easily if 50 you've... Times. If you have not seen The Big Lebowski, I would highly recommend you check it out. It is a classic. Jeff Bridges as the dude, uh, dude El Duderino, uh, <laughs> the dude, is just, is absolutely I'm classic. I'm the so dude, man. We, we want you to watch The Big Lebowski if you can. Make sure you let us know. Jump on the Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook group. If you are teaching your child to ride their bike, head to Go Outdoors. I got a full range of the new wild bikes in stock at the moment. From size 14 inch to 24 inch wheels, they've got your children covered no matter what size they're on. And I'll tell you what, they would make the perfect Christmas gift because that is your textbook Christmas present, isn't it? Riding a bike, getting a bike wrapped under the tree with a lovely bow. If you're committed, getting the wrapping paper around it all, even though you can obviously tell what it is. It's just what it's all about. I remember getting my bike at Christmas and it was covered with a blanket out of my dad's car. But they told me that Santa broke into his car to get it so that I couldn't <laughs> see what it was. And I believed it. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Felon Father Christmas. <laughs> Just head to gooutdoors.co.uk to get started. Before we give you the answer to the movie plot in one sentence, we are now a matter of a week away from December. So Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast is going to be throwing a bit more of a festive feel your way. Now, we've actually mapped out the next few weeks. We are going to be bringing you, over the next few weeks, three brand new movies, three brand new reviews, a couple of big films. I won't give it away just yet, um, but we are going to obviously start talking more Christmas films. So I'm going to throw Cotney John a, a early doors Christmas uh, question basically uh, uh, well it's a, it's a two part um, so firstly 
when do you what when is it that you start feeling like festive you start feeling the buzz of christmas secondly yeah what what do you watch because everyone has their favorite christmas watch what do you watch first like what's the first thing you watch when you're in that christmas spirit to lock it down to be like yeah this is the time to watch it because randomly like film four Mm. and like itv2 just chuck a christmas film on in like august I know. It's like, I swear weird, to God, Home Alone was on in July. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is Macaulay Culkin doing on my flat <laughs> in July? Absolutely no chance. Uh, so go on. So when do you start feeling, you know, festive? <laughs> right. This is going to annoy some people. But uh, it starts for me on the 1st of December. You get okay. You get 25 days. I, you know, I'm one of them. Because I, I have a uh, real tree um, and I actually start, I take my decorations down on Boxing Day. Um, ooh, yeah, ooh, I know. I, but the, that's not the bit that's going to upset people. Oh, the bit that's really going to upset people is my Christmas film. It's, it just divides people. And even Bruce Willis has said it's not a Christmas film. But for me, it's I watch it every year on the 1st of December and it's Die Hard. I don't think I don't think that's going to annoy people. I think no. people will be with you. I mean, when me and Kim first got together, this yeah. was when I realised that Kim was the one. Now, if people don't know, myself and Kim, my wife, uh, two kids later, we've been married seven years. Uh, we got together. It'll be ten years in February when we yeah. kind of first got together, and on our first Christmas together, um, Kim about a month before. I think it was, it was probably about this time actually. So it's probably about you know, nine years ago, whatever this yeah. time. Uh, she said, our book does something next weekend. Now, Kim's not big on her films yeah. at all. She falls asleep starting titles. But she said, our book does a drive-in cinema. And I thought, oh, yeah. oh my God, I've never, been, I've never been to a drive-in cinema before. Well up for that. What film are we going to see? And she went, Die Hard. I tell you what, I was I was online looking for the cheapest ring possible <laughs> to, pop, to, to pop the question because I was thinking yippee ki yay, well, <laughs> mother j- effer. <laughs> well, we like to keep it clean know, on this Dad's Net podcast. My uh, my mate Sam literally just messaged me before we started recording to send me the video of the backyard cinema that they've opened this year in Manchester. Yeah. And have you seen it? It's like, it's like an immersive one. Well, I'm not sure if it's going to be an over 18 because it's got a bar and all of that. And it's like an immersive experience one. So it's not just, you you sort of go in and it's got different rooms that are completely decorated from uh, film sets nice that you sort of go through so you you sort of go through this immersive experience first and then you go into it and it's like all couches and stuff that you sit on to watch the film it looks sick Um, i have to i have to agree with you uh on the first of december though i mean i like to Mm. keep my decks up past the new year once it gets past new year's day second third of jan they get they get down and i have to admit right i am 34 years old I have never once took the decorations down. I refuse. <laughs> I would have Christmas decorations up oh, all yeah. year. 
Seriously, because I, I, it depresses me that much when they get pulled out. The only thing I do is once they're all packed away, I'll put the boxes back because I don't mind doing the heavy lifting. <laughs> but it, it, it really does upset me. Well, um, I'm like... First, I, first I of December, though. Wait. Yeah, I think you should wait until the 1st of December. But on the 1st of December, all bets are off. I think you should go all out if you can. Like, cover the house as much yeah, well, use first, as many first, colours first of as possible. Yeah, I start getting the buzz. I've been listening to a bit of Heart Christmas over the past week. Have you? Um, yeah, I have, and it's great. It's, just, it's banger after banger. It's beautiful, <laughs> and then it's and then you know starting to get in the in the buzz, and obviously working in a school, it always gets a bit crazy. But the first December definitely, obviously, Advent calendars are out. It's it's mm. it's it's absolutely banging. Personally, uh, when it talks about like what do I put on uh, to get myself you know ready for it, I know I'm yours. Throw do you? I reckon I know yours, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you do. Go on. I, I, I'm sure, because I've heard your dad talking about it as well. Is it Go Miracle on. on 34th Street, the Richard Attenborough one? That is a Parkinson go-to, but it's not probably yeah. the first thing. Oh, is it not? Uh, but yeah, uh, it's definitely definitely um, up there. I'm sure we'll mm. discuss that on a, on, a, on a Closer to Christmas app. It's actually Love Actually. No. Um, yeah, love actually. No, so, really? And let me tell let me tell you for why. <laughs> um love actually actually starts. Was that, was that your Welsh? <laughs> <laughs> that was my brin from Gavin Mate, and Stacey. Yeah. You're good at accents, but don't do that again, bruv. <laughs> um it's it actually starts on the lead up to Christmas, so I kind of feel like I'm with them. And then obviously, listen, love actually whether you, you know, hate those kind of rom com that Richard Curtis mm. vibe, Love Actually is an all-time go of a rom-com. And I'm yeah. sorry, but that bit where Alan Rickman gifts Emma Thompson what, what she thinks is that necklace, yeah. and it's the CD, I, nothing has ever upset me more than... I, And I've, I got dumped quite a lot. Yeah. But he- that... <laughs> That brought tears. He was more of a baddie in Love Actually than he was in Die Hard. Oh, 100%. I mean, oh, listen, God, we've both chosen. Over. How have we both chosen Alan Rickman films for our first Christmas? Because Al- Alan Rickman was a legend. Um, right, let's get into uh, the final bit of the episode where I reveal the answer to the movie plot in one sentence. Mm. And it was, if you're just reminding you. A guy kills an old man for his job. Okay, have your guesses at the ready. Do you think you've got this one? Cotney John, what are you saying? Yeah, man, I think you followed the uh, Christmas vibe and it's the Santa Claus, Tim Allen. Tim Allen's the Santa Claus. You are correct. Yes. The Santa Claus (laughs) with Tim Allen. I genuinely care about is that. I really want to get it right each week. You should do. You have embarrassed not just yourself, your son, (laughs) your whole family over the past few weeks. Um, Yeah, Tim Allen's the Santa Claus, which I think, and and over the next few weeks, we will be giving you our absolute top draw, favourite Christmas movies, Mm. especially, uh, you know, closer to the time. 
And and I'm just going to throw a little spoiler in there. The Santa Claus with Tim Allen is my absolute go. It's my number one. Is it? Yeah. Listen. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to go into all the others because, listen, we could talk about Home Alone, Elf, Home Alone 2, whatever else. But the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, it will always will always remind me of my childhood and how much I yeah, used to. Yeah, well, yeah. still just love, love Christmas. But Christmas can wait. We are still five or so weeks away. We can't wait to bring you more episodes of Adam and Connie John's Big Movie Podcast before Christmas Day. Um, and next week, we are going to see uh, She Said. Now, if you don't know anything about She Said, look it up. Uh, myself and Cockney John saw a trailer for this a long time ago. We've had this book for a while. Yeah. Um, so we will be giving you that review this time next week. But thank you so, so much for listening. Um, as always, for more information on dad and parenting, check out dadsnet.com. Woo! Dadsnet! Uh, and make sure you please subscribe, rate, review this podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help us spread the word, gets us more follows, more likes, more listens, and we really, really appreciate it. We are absolutely loving bringing you our move reviews and our unique uh, friendship banter, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we are loving every minute of it. So from me, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, and take care. Good bit. Bye.